to Tilth Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 1. Today we're going to talk about big data. Uh, so we're talking about farm data. We want to know why is it important? Is it really the next big thing? Well, that- Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. That was 12-year-old me. Back it sounded that way <laughs> back when we did our first podcast. And uh, come a long way since. So 200. It's the 200th, 200th episode. episode. Joining me today are Bill Schaumburg. Hey, guys. Todd Schaumburg. Hey to all the Tilties out there. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. So here we are, 200 episodes. And there's not 200 games in the baseball season, but the Brewers are currently still in the lead despite losing to the Cubs of the NL Central. So Three games up. Should have been five. They lost yesterday. They play the Cubs again, right? Like yeah, the last, I believe it's the last, series? the last series at home. For sure the last series at home, I think. I'll look it up quick. But that'll be wild because it's at, it's at Miller Park. Okay, sorry, AmFam. AmFam Field. And that's yes. always like, you know, Wrigley North. So hopefully they, we can fill it with Brewer fans. They finished the, the year with three against three the Cubs. Cubs. Wow. Yep. How do they? How in baseball do they somehow have that schedule figured out? Where well, they some are, teams somewhere always met, you know, in their divisional. So they well, they finished yeah. with the Cardinals and the Cubs. So it was just one of those like, hey, we're gonna we figured these three teams will be in it at the end, which the Cardinals are not. So that is awesome. Yeah, they're the they bottom. are bad. They are the bottom of the bottom of the heap heap there. But. It was a total, like, Wrigley day yesterday. The wind was blowing in. It was cold. Like, for oh, like yeah, it was a bad true. day. Windy and, City style. Yeah. And it was, like, no homers. And the Brewers tied the game up in the eighth with a hit by pitch. And then in the bottom of the ninth, the Cubs had, like, first and third with two outs. And I think it was Bellinger hit a line shot off the pitcher's leg. And the run scored. I hate Bellinger. I think it was the bottom. I think it was the <laughs> bottom of the did, eighth. Like with bottom the Dodgers, the yeah. he always was like. And he uh, sucked like, bad oh. last year. And this year, he's kind of having a yellow year where he's better. But he had just this. Uh, it's like it's baseball, right? Like if anything weird can happen, it's going to happen. And that's what happened yesterday. They lost three to two, and the day before was one nothing. So it's like, I guess you can't. It is what it is, right? So. They're playing well. The young guys are kicking big butt right now. I think we got our second baseman of the future, Terang. We went on Saturday night, and he had this monster just, like, in the hole, stole it from Adamas, made an awesome play. And he did, I think, again on, like, Tuesday at another awesome play. That's a good point with the Brewers. We've never had, like, we feel like we were trying to bring in these second basemen, like Scope, and I can't even name all of them that yeah. were, right? I mean, they're right. just these random guys that, oh, this is going to be the guy. And so it is cool to finally have the guy. Yeah. We haven't had this much young since, like, the, like, Braun, Fielder, Hardy, all them guys. So it's oh, cool. Yeah. Hopefully they're. Gonna sustain for the rest of the season here. We'll see what happens. And speaking of see what happens, I'm seeing what's gonna happen this weekend and I'm not super excited. Is your air conditioner working, Matt? It is. This would be a bad weekend not to have a working air conditioner as multiple days in the nineties, like mid to high nineties, and the nights not really cooling off more than seventy degrees, it will be a hot one. Hopefully most schools have AC. It's the first day of school for it always some seems places. To be, yeah, hot. yeah are hot. The first day of school. But not all yeah. schools have AC, and some schools started late August already. That right. Well, they, they didn't already, have AC. There were cancellations of sports yeah, and everything else. Yeah. Like last, so last week we had that one we hot had that, day. Yeah. yeah. No, this seems. I mean, you got ninety-seven at Tilt, Tilt World headquarters for two days in a row on Sunday and Labor Day. So whew, that in seventies at night. Yeah. So no. I I keep thinking of what does this do to the corn silage? You guys know that of of me of 
what does this mean for that? It's like, oh, this means it's going to dry quicker than normal. Like it's not a half a point a day. day. Right. And there's no, there's no rain. no rain. There's no moisture in the soil. It, so. hasn't, it hasn't rained since we got a little bit overnight. Was it Sunday into Monday? But otherwise, it's it's, it's been like three, four tens. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, I feel like you, every year you go through like this oh, I'm, silage I'm PTSD the, or the, something. No, I'm, I'm like the chicken little of silage. The, like, <laughs> the chopper's coming. The yeah, chopper's coming. The, the, the sky is falling. So I I unfortunately have cried wolf too many a time. It's not the chopper's coming. It's um, the corn silage is too dry. The corn silage but, is too dry. But I just, that's why, heck, I started, I mean, we started burn downs earlier than normal and just trying to watch this thing, but we'll see what it does. But it is obviously going to make it dry quicker. I mean, it just is yeah. going to that that long of a stretch. No rain in the forecast. However, I would say if we do get any rain, like at the end of it, say a, say you get a two inch or something, it's going to suck all that back up. Yeah. I mean, that stock yeah. is so dry. But then, but then, are we going to just lose it two days right. later? It, well, but I'm just saying it might. We've seen that in right, previous years right, where it sucks it up and then all of a sudden it lets it go. This yeah, we're this probably just moisture killing frost. Like <laughs> yeah, after, right. So right. It'll get cold enough some night. To we'll have 100 degrees this week and freeze next week. <laughs> yep, it'll go 100 degrees. It'll rain. The rain will turn to snow. Then it'll freeze. <laughs> then we're just, yeah. Wow. All in one week. I don't Typical like you, winter fall. Yep. Welcome no, to Wisconsin. I, don't like the weather? Wait 24 hours. Yeah, the This is not our topic today. However, it's something we, I, I think our listeners out there, just got to keep your eye on it and and watch how your your corn's looking out there and what it's doing because it's gonna it's gonna be one of those years where like every I think that's more of the problem every year you got to watch it every year it's different every year we've got our own unique challenges and this one's sure showing that we're we're dry and now hot and dry again so quite a year yep it's been a real roller coaster one might even say a raging bull roller coaster yeah. Bill, you didn't probably hear that, but Matt won the uh, naming of the corn <laughs> silages. So the, the corn, where, corn where was that? Here. You, you, we, this, this is the interview week. with uh, oh, Dr. Gazer. This and, is when I had to take a sabbatical because there wasn't enough mics for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we kicked you off. Oh, sure. Blame us. <laughs> you probably got the better of the Bill trade, though, the other couple weeks ago. Ooh, so. Billy E for... Billy S. Yeah. Yes. This, uh, yeah. It's the same last name you do. <laughs> he probably drank as much diet do though as I did. Oh yeah, we that. even yeah. gave him some for the road. Like beforehand, I'm like, we gotta make sure we pump him with enough diet do. So <laughs> Keep his energy. Oh yeah. Up, yeah. Oh yeah. And then after, we gotta make sure you give him some for the road. Yeah, roadie. So, yeah, it was great. Got a roadie do. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was especially for inoculants. You know, talk about a topic that would put you to sleep very easily like it was great yeah it was good so it was a good episode that it was a good trade though so you got i guess you got me back now yeah we're super excited <laughs> no, 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 i mean uh, wait wait until he comes back for the third time speaking of things that put you to sleep uh, hey, welcome hey. back bill thanks <laughs> i'll just leave now <laughs> hey come on now don't pull an aaron Rodgers. Take my ball and go home. Ooh, football season. I mean, we're almost there. there. Yeah, this is this is like the fantasy football weekend. Yes, where All a lot of things of are going to happen. I think, and in, into next week. But yeah, next week will be the official start of the twenty twenty three twenty twenty four NFL season. So, in Nebraska, women's volleyball broke a record. Did you see that, Bill? Yeah, yeah. Actually, our former fearless leader texted me at like 9 30 last night which it's like 10 30 for him and it's like what are you doing man he was watching it on what did they he have was it televised he was no he was watching arkansas wisconsin on the sec network volleyball and they the Broke badgers in. are ranked number one which you should have on our thing not about nebraska but <laughs> yeah they put like ninety nine thousand or something in ninety two thousand and three fans yeah Wow. Packed the the stadium. I bet, I, yeah. Have you ever been Memorial? to that? To their have football when, field? Yeah. You have when Giglinoni. Yeah, you had a game winner. That was a that was a ton of fun. It's a that is a 
that is one of like my least favorite stadiums. However, the atmosphere was a lot of fun. You know, like the Nebraska. It's fans pretty like good. the it stadiums was, like concrete, it's, right? It's, it's concrete pretty... and like you gotta like there's no like concourse kind of. It's all like you, you go straight in. up. You kind of oh, wow. you gotta go. Like, you know, like it'd be like just if you made bleachers but made them to fit. You know, eighty thousand or whatever sure. it fits at this volleyball game. They had a, quite a bit of people on the kind of on the field and. Say what's the uh, fire marshal have to say about I, that? Right. It says the capacity is listed at eighty five thousand. <laughs> okay, so they, they had five thousand on the field then. Right. And, yeah. I just want to challenge UW to plop a volleyball court oh, in the yeah. middle of Camp Randall because I think I think they could match it or beat it. I really do. The way that the women's volleyball tickets now, granted, it's the field house and they don't. They sell five thousand, but I think if this was marketed, people would go. It's still cool that yeah, they were able to just think of this idea and do it because right. they've done it for like hockey, yeah. where they've put them in Lambo and in Camp Randall. Camp Randall. But for volleyball, I mean, that's that's awesome idea. Even a like a basketball game would be pretty cool too. But when volleyball, you got to hope you got to do it now because the weather's nice. Yep. Right, and you right. got to hope it doesn't rain. Right. I hope they like. They had good views of the jumbotron because can you imagine I, sitting in the nosebleeds? Like, no, like I think they serve the ball. <laughs> I was wondering if they use like yeah, like a big yellow, like a orange ball or big, something. Yeah, <laughs> it's still the normal you know red and white ball, but that would be great. To, they played with one of those like, like uh, what, what do you call them? Like, they're not the sumo suits, but the, where you run the two balls into each other, yeah, just hitting back like and just forth. something like, like at a minor league was baseball not, game was not actually even like a legal volleyball game. It was just <laughs> that would be the heart like. The hockey game at Lambeau. Remember when we went to that building? Yeah. Like you couldn't you couldn't see that well. No. It was just yeah. the it was just really neat to have a hockey game in Lambeau. It wasn't the the seats were terrible. The the like it did, doesn't work to do that, but I can see why it'd it's, still be cool to It's probably over. the same as like the basketball national champion when right. you put it in a football in a, stadium yeah. and you're like in the boonies, like you can't see, but you're there, right? Get your binoculars out. Mm. Right. Do what you can. That's uh, cool for women's volleyball, though. It sounds like like they're getting on TV more, which is good. And like the national championship last year wasn't even on TV, if I remember. Like now it's on CBS or something. Like they actually ESPN have figured it out that it shouldn't be on ESPN eight. It should be on ESPN. So that's cool. It's cool. Like the Badger, Nebraska's always been good. Badgers. Volleyball is very good, yep. so that's neat. I was looking big through the Big Ten, like, there's like eight teams ranked in the top 25. It's really? it's yeah. a meat grinder. <laughs> All right, here we are, 200 episodes in, ready to get into our topic. Topics? Our topics, yeah, because we have the top 20 most downloaded episodes of all time. And we're going to start out at number 20 with a, actually, the most recent episode, I think, on the list, and that comes from this past spring, What Makes a Good Planter Operator? Yeah, this was a fun one. We kind of talked right at corn planting time, like what the, we kind of made a list of all the good corn planter operators that we could think of and what qualities they had. And basically, like number one was, well, number two was, has a tiny bladder, gets out to pee a lot, and checks corn seed depth each Every time. Every time that, yeah. yeah. So we were half joking about that, but just checking it, and you know, no, a lot of it was just knowing the bells and number one was knowing the bells and whistles of the planner. So kind of knowing what was what, how to operate that machine. And I think number three it, was important too, not ignoring the beeping monitor. That was yeah. my favorite one because it seems like, sorry guys, but all you farmers out there, you all ignore the beeps, and I get it because. It, it beeps all the time, right? Like every time something happens or you put it down or pick it up, it just beeps. So I get it, but that's a key. My my favorite was number nine, treats the tractor and planter like it's his fancy sports car and basically will not let anybody touch, anybody it. touch it or even look at it. Like, don't <laughs> you even look at it. This is mine. Stay away. But yeah, I just, I think that was a, but it, that tells, it was timely topic. But that says that like corn planting is the most important thing, and I'm the man around here, and I have like I like, run this place, right. so I need to plant corn. Right. right. This is this is I am the captain of this ship. Yeah. You will yes, you will uh, stay away. I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah. 
Even if it's your brother-in-law who only runs the planter. I think that is how you have to do it. You literally would have to like overtake the ship to get that planter guy out of some of these. It's yes, it's it is that much a to send in the marine, right? All right, our number nineteen episode was a burning questions from the field episode. In fact, that's what it was titled. And that one we were talking uh, back in 2022, so just over a year ago. It was in May of that that year. So talking about <laughs> after five to nine inches of rain. That was yeah. me. That was me. Yep. <laughs> that was to the north last year. And yeah, this year we didn't have that issue. What I think is great is looking at this year's sort of questions from the field were all drought related. Yeah. Yep. And last year was all, you know, basically excessive moisture related and what do you do? And, and by the way, the f- the chemicals still worked after that five to nine, but the fertilizer we had to supplement. Yep. And with that five to nine inches pushed planting out so far that the corn yield was very poor. Sure. It was more a planting date thing than it was anything else. There were some similarity, similarities, though, with... Uh, what if my spray mix won't go through my sprayer? We had some of that this year, too. Yep, we did. And, I, you know, I think overall it's what we try to do, especially in season on this podcast, is talk about what's going on out, what we're seeing out in the field and what what's happening in season. And it just shows how different two seasons can be. Because, yeah, last year was areas of immense rainfall that caused issues, and this year we had total lack of rainfall that caused some serious issues. It is fun to retrospect on these, Bill, and go right. like, like at that time you're wondering, and now you look back and go, yeah, this was the answer or not the, you know, where was right. what was right or wrong. All right, at number eighteen, we had the "Thou shalt not" or "Shalt thou" episode that was last spring, April of 2022, and in that one we looked at a list that uh, we didn't necessarily come up with, but some somebody else did with the 10 agronomic commandments for 2022 and avoiding the sins associated with those. Yeah, this was yours, Matt, and I kind of liked it. The, yep. Yeah, I read the, the article. Like, and You know, we always hear the things like, oh, you should do this, should do that. Like, what about the things like do not do that, you know, yep. just avoid these things. And I thought they were... They were they were good and yeah. Commandment number three really uh, yes. pertained to this year. Thou shalt not plant corn shallow. <laughs> yep. I think and then we didn't even intend it, but we had some issues with that this year, and so I, they may not be evident or relevant for every year, but they definitely are relevant. Uh, there are some relevant probably every year. So. Actually, all these are pretty good. Yeah, that's yep. a good... It also is amazing to me which episodes stand the test of time and which ones do not. And this one would be in that of like pretty, uh, yeah, pretty stand the test of time stuff here. So that's good. Yeah. All right. Our number 17 episode was a dairy good episode. That came from last summer, June Dairy Month, right at the beginning. So every year we try to advertise local dairy breakfasts and promote June Dairy Month as much as we can. This is an interesting one because it's basically the reading of the dairy breakfast. Yeah. Yep. That it got so much traction, which is cool. That means people are interested in getting out on the farm and checking out all the good food. And Yeah, I think it's surprising how many there really are every weekend in June and even some outside of June. Um, so there's no shortage of places during it. It's amazing to me how JDM, how June Dairy Month, were able to. It's just the hardest part right now is finding farms to host right. the event. Yes, it's people still show up for the event, and even I mean, we've just seen these. I mean, it really in the last 20 years, I would say, explode from where you got. Thousand, two thousand people to now. It's it's in the three yeah, to five five thousand, yeah. and it's really neat. Yeah, if you get it close to Green Bay or Appleton, right, and you get the it's, right day, yeah, right get, weather and yeah, the right day, you get five, yeah, ish thousand people there. Yeah, 
Did you ever try to hit multiples in one day, or is that just? So I've every every junior month. I'm like, we got to do that. Like, do the challenge and get three in a day. Because um, talking to Mike Austin, and he used, yeah, he used to, to do, try that. Yeah, right. Oh, he would do, have to. Right. He'd go to multiple and like, yeah. I just think that'd be wild to hit up some different ones. You, even the different ones to try are, are fun to see how different counties do it because it is it is very different between county, too, and some of the yeah. traditions they have and and what they do. So This uh, just uh, pulling the notes up from that episode, June 5th of 2022, so a year ago in June, it was Brown, Dodge, Washington, Dane. So, like, <laughs> you're not – if you're going to Brown, you're probably not able to hit the other three because it's all in the southern half of the state. But you could hit – Dane Dodge, potentially. Yeah. The the year I had it, it was this year, I kind of had to figure it was um, Calumet does Sunday on the farm, and that's like in the afternoon. Oh. And Shano does brunch. Yep. Kind of, but that's like... That's a normal... Right, like 8 to noon, and there was another one in the morning. So yeah, I was, I forgot which other one it was, but you could kind of make those two, especially having one in the afternoon would be good. And I got to get to a Packers one because it's at the, at the fairgrounds. fairgrounds. Yeah. And I just think that's really weird, but maybe maybe the setup's kind of neat and how they do it and present it. And obviously parking's going to be easier at something like that and just the logistics are much easier. Looking at last year's second weekend, I think you could have done the Okano Manitowoc out of gamey. I think that would have been a, a doable run because yep. Okano's goes later till 1 and out of gamey and Manitowoc are both 8 to noon. So if you get one of those oh, at yeah. the start... Yep. Hit the other one on the way and then get up to O'Connell before one. I think I think that's doable. Can you eat all three meals? You'd have to. Like if you're gonna do that, no, right. sorry, you're no, doing you you're do. doing that. You, do. you could take a smaller plate at the third one. <laughs> well, it's breakfast at the first one, brunch, brunch at the second one, and dinner lunch, lunch yeah. at the third one. So lunch. early supper. And you've got to one. So I mean that's the late just, yeah, could be a late lunch. Yeah, just Grab it at twelve fifty nine, and you got just bring the camper with the bathroom in it, and <laughs> might have to take care of business on the way. But all right, next year we're calling up Mike Austin, <laughs> and we're gonna go with him. That's the June Dairy Month challenge: yes. trying to hit three in one day and bring Mike Austin with you. Yes. <laughs> all right, at number sixteen, we've got cover crops will be back, and that uh, is a little bit older episode that's back in November of. 2021 so if that uh that wants to bring you back because there's some uh small talk if you guys are seeing the notes yeah that this was the has jordan, potential jordan love played against patrick mahomes that weekend yep jordan. oh rogers he wasn't terrible not that was, but wasn't great COVID, so. covid rogers covid to oh, rogers yeah sure. that might have been covid to rogers yeah but anyway the episode was discussing cover crop termination having a plan for that and the different ways you could terminate covers and that's always a a good topic always something we have to consider when we plant these cover crops in the fall which harvest is around the corner so something to be keeping your eye on as we move through the rest of this season and as you plan those cover crops what you're going to do to terminate them and what rotation you're planning to follow them. So always a good topic. Number 15 was our fantasy corn league update from last fall or from two falls ago, October of 2021. Yeah, this was actually pre, this wasn't the results one. This was like a, the preview. Like, a, yeah, like here's what we, you know, projected yields, and here's what we kind of think's going to happen. So that it was completely wrong. It, completely yeah. wrong because they had me being second and I finished last. So I think one thing that this because that was the year where a lot of it had tar spot in it. Yep. So that was neat because a lot of our, you know, the basis of that was what got train wrecked by tar spot and who didn't. So it's kind of an injury plagued year. Yeah. Said right in the notes, tar spot was prevalent. Prevalent. Prevalent, if I can speak correctly. Prevalent in all varieties. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Like, everything had it. It was just some weren't as bad. Right. So Some of the plants were hanging by a thread, and others were had decent standability despite it. Yeah, later in this episode, you'll, we'll talk some more on tar spot. So 
because yeah, that seems to be something our listeners and it's a new disease. All of us are learning about it, so I think that's a common thread here of of you'll see of things that people want to learn about. All right, at number fourteen, we're jumping back into last spring. Micromanaging your micros. We had a multi-episode series talking about some of the different micronutrients and the part they play in your crops. This particular episode was the micros of molybdenum and chlorine, which... Of all the micros, right. this makes I the top 20. Like, seriously, guys? <laughs> what the, the, the intriguing, I, I guess, well, right? It's maybe like, it's like literally like those are ones you don't even think of. So maybe it was like, I wonder what... Why, yeah, yeah, peaked interest yeah, because you're, they're you're not something we talk a lot about, about. Those, and it isn't like those are some of the least ones. So yeah, that that is interesting that they're at all even on the list. That that was a good mini series that worked well to yeah. talk. And we kind of paired some of them and you know worked worked them together where we could. And I think these were just like the these were yeah these the tail end no, of like yeah. this is what we got left. It's no, these weren't like close to each other on the periodic table or anything like that. You're right. Yeah. They were just. But still got to talk about them because they are part of plant growth. They do play a part. And um, molybdenum is still the only micronutrient that does not respond to low pH. So apparently we had breaking news as we were recording too. Yeah, with the Rogers signing a $28 million deal. Or no, that was cap number, sorry. Yeah, that was right when he signed the deal that, he'd never, that he never went through, obviously. Yeah, all of it, yeah. But, yeah. All right, at number 13 was our top 10 egg stories from 2021. That was a December episode, right? The last episode of the year for 2021. And so 2021 still like crushes for egg stories. Like you had. Yep, the Field of Dreams game. Yep. And then wasn't that the year with the random weed seeds in the mail? Uh, Maybe that was 22. But anyway, apparently. We talk carbon trading, supply chain, tar spot, fertilizer price. I think fertilizer price was oh, a big one because that had like the, re- which we've had ups and downs of fertilizer price recently, but this one was the extreme ups and downs. Yep. Tar spot was number two that year. And yeah, no, it was carbon trading, something we're still talking about. Wheat price, that's gone through some. Some big changes. We talked about that grain weevil robot, and yep. that just came up from a, like this summer. There was a, a, I was talking to a guy that has some bins, and he's got one like ordered oh, and nice. stuff. Yeah, he's supposed to get it soon. All right, at number twelve, we have three hundred bushel corn, bro. So talking about some of the ways to, um. Consider your management strategies if you're really looking for that push to 300 bushel. There's a number of different things, including looking at your micronutrients, trying biological project uh, products, more nitrogen, application timings, spreading it out through the season, um, the value of manure, which is always good, and... Whether or not you're running under irrigation can have an impact too, especially in a year like this year. I'm surprised this one didn't have more, was higher on the list because that's just guys in the back of their head like this is the goal, this is why you got the the dowdies and what do they call the corn starters or whatever they are. Yeah. Corn warriors. Warriors, thank you. The corn warriors and like this is all they talk about. Like that is it, is just... 300 pushing yield, pushing yield. Yeah. Well, for them, it's higher than that. Right. But yeah, I, so I, I think this was a good timely topic. I think it's something we'll probably revisit too of what we think has worked and not worked. But I also think it does go to show that there is no easy roadmap necessarily. And a roadmap that works for those guys is not going to work for you on right. your farm potentially either. Yeah. So. Way different climates, different. Right. Yeah. If we do this podcast long enough, maybe we'll get to talk 400 bushel. Yeah. All right, number 11, we're looking at spend money to make money. That was an episode from last spring, May of 2022. So looking at different tests you can do to help evaluate how you're going to manage your crop 
for the year, whether that's PSNTs, regular soil testing, tissue testing, or some of the newer tests that are out there like Haney tests or cover crop biomass tests. So it's always a discussion I think we're having with farms on whether or not, you know, is it worth the testing? What do we really get gain out of this? And I think with some of these, we know like soil testing, obviously we do it every year and we can find value there, but some we're still looking for the right way to use other tests. So definitely a perennial topic and probably why it's made the top 20 here. So now you guys ready to crack the top 10? Ready. All right, number 10, we've got Hurry Up and Wait. That was also last May, so May of 2022. So what to do in a late season. So we had a slow start to the 2022 growing season. Had the definition of patience that we <laughs> talked about in that episode because sometimes it's just hard to be patient. We had a tweet from John Deere May 4th last year. Wait, wait, maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Hashtag plant 22. It's amazing how I don't even think about that. I was just saying, it's amazing how you forget those specific, like, plant, like, problems you had because Harvest 22 was great. So you kind of forget all the, all the bad stuff or, or whatever we went through there. The next one is Conley's tweet about, about uh, planting date is important, but emergence date is more important, which is funny because, how much of that did we talk this year? Yep. Uh, not so much wet, obviously, but dry and emergence date and planting a month before it actually emerged because of the dry weather. So Yeah, we don't often think about the fact that really wet or really dry have some similarities. Like, yeah, we want to make sure the corn comes out of the ground. It doesn't rot in the ground or not germinate at all. So that was hurry up and wait. Number nine... Micro managing your micros again. This time, calcium, magnesium, and this one I'm less this surprised made the top. Oh yeah, this this one is a constant question, a constant thing of especially how much value to put on them, how they fit. You know, obviously the calcium, magnesium, they they fit well as a tandem. That way to talk about them both. And yep. Yeah, good. Good. They they crack the top ten. This one makes a lot more sense than. Chlorine and molybdenum to be, yeah, and it beat them, so that, that's good. And that February, we missed winter storm Landon. Oh, yeah, yep, it hit Chicago, St. Louis, Toronto, Montreal, but not Wisconsin. Not Wisconsin, all right, continuing on our top 10 of the top 20 downloaded episodes, we've got number eight, the 80 20 rule for 2022 question mark so that was actually coming from the fall of 2021 and bill i think this was your episode don't remember not going to take credit though not not going to take credit for because <laughs> you don't like it anymore is that what you're saying <laughs> i don't believe in it <laughs> so that the 80 20 20 rule if, or 80 20 20 yeah <laughs> 80 20 rule for 2022 if you don't remember what that was, we discussed growing movements in the agriculture industry for putting 80% of inputs on 100% of acres versus 100% of inputs on 80% of acres. So each farm can take a different approach depending on the situation and how you interpret the rule. So this was like input prices were extremely high. Right. And trying to figure out how we... How to manage How to manage own. around that, how to deal with that. I mean, the good part about that year was... The inputs were high, but also you sold for pretty high price as well. Yep. So that helped. Where 2023, you still kind of had these higher inputs and potentially lower, you know, mar- tighter margins there. So it was just an interesting thing. I, did you have anybody do the, like, 100% of input on less acres? I think I had more do 80% yeah. of input on 100%. Yeah. They cover, covering all their acres, not... Right, no. and just kind of pulling yeah. back a little bit. And it didn't seem, you know, the the, we're, the one thing to retrospect there is the pulling back didn't necessarily hurt us that bad, So, which makes sense. I mean, we that's why we talked about it that time and what you could do about it. But What's also interesting was La Nina had developed 
sure. at that time. And this year we had El Nino, which is Spanish for the Nino. All right, moving right along, we'll hit number seven, Thinking Outside the Jug. And that was from October of 2021. This was looking at chemical, not only for its effect on weeds, but also the residual effect and how it could impact future crops. So thinking about how you are going to manage your rotation when dealing with some chemicals as... Obviously, plant-back restrictions do exist for a lot of different crops, and sometimes once you've sprayed that chemical, you can't go back and change it, so you have to live with that decision. So taking a bigger look at the whole rotation makes an uh, important management decision, sometimes a little bit more difficult. So herbicide persistence varies by a lot of different chemical types and a lot of people seemed interested probably, in this topic. probably a topic we need to talk about yeah. with the dry weather now right yeah. again yeah like it needs to be on our radar for this fall if it activated if it, if it didn't activate when did it activate so it's probably one of our more technical ones too i mean the micro yeah. managing our micros was pretty technical too but this one was very you know specific to herbicides you're talking you know kind of more Specific half-life things that were were good. I mean, it's fun to we like to have fun on this podcast, but it's also good too sometimes to to get down in the weeds, literally. Yep, got to dig into the weeds. All right, at number six, dude, where are my crops? That came from spring of twenty twenty-two. What was this one even about? Uh, oh, this is the this export is exports. One. Yep. Yeah. All right. Where do All they right. go? Where do yep. where do the products we produce? Where do they go? Yep. Yeah. We talked destinations. We talked amounts. Yep. That'd be another one. It'd be interesting to see if that's changed in the last three years because this was 2016 to 2020. A lot of the um, market numbers that we had at that time, and largest soybean producing country probably still is Brazil. I don't think anything's changed there. But we were right behind at number two. We're probably further behind at this point. Yeah, very like, well could be. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, corn, we were top of the the leaderboard when it came to that. But yeah, that was a good one to talk about. Where we, I know we talked. We once you sell it to the elevator, you just think, well, yeah, I I just took it to the elevator. Like, yep. That's where my corn goes. Yep. It's kind of the farm to table concept, yeah. but the other way around. Like, right. My food comes from the grocery store. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It, it all goes to the elevator. Right? And to think of the amount of bushels that go to China and the you know that are exported yeah. and to these high population areas are just it's unbelievable. All right. Time to round out our list, the top five with number five. How I Met Your Agronomist. And that was from last summer, July. We talked to Bill Eberly for the first time and just recently uh, talked to him again two weeks ago. So Bill is in this same position, or I guess he was just an account manager at that time. Now he's a key account key manager. Account. Oh, yeah, he added the so, key part. Yes, for CHR mm-hmm. Hansen. Um, yeah, and... So we had him come in and talk about some of the speaking he did at that time, whereas more recently we talked inoculant with Bill, but always a good time. No, I know that episode Bill, kind of talking his, he had a Hordes article about management and yep. we talked very specific to those Hordes articles and that, that was really, really good. A good time too when we had him on that first time, we had a good good rapport with him and it went well and it was a lot of fun. So obviously that's why we asked him back, but it's crazy that he made the... To make the top five is pretty impressive. Yeah. So we'll let's, have to tell let's him. Let's not stroke his ego too no, much. No. Yes. Oh, you're right. <laughs> too late. But too if late. he knows he beat out uh, molybdenum and, and chlorine, chlorine, he'll be happy. Yeah. But he couldn't beat out boron. Ooh. No, and that's our number four. Ooh. Micromanaging yeah. our micros, <laughs> boron. Bill can't beat out the other big B. Yep. That's boron. So boron was our... Winner of, I guess, the Micromanaging Your Micros series 
It takes the number four spot in our top 20 downloads of all time and is the highest ranking of that series. Okay, what shocks me here, how is sulfur not yeah. the like yeah. well, I think on we, this list at all? Like yeah. That's the part I just... I, I mean, I we think, talk about it too much. I think, we, yeah, right? we talk about sulfur. We know that we need sulfur. Right. Well, boron's more the tricky, like, these corn warrior guys, getting back to that, say we need boron. They're adding more and more boron. Right. And what's the right amount of boron? And that, it's more of no, a mystery, so. Yep, you're right. That is the mystery, mysterious mystery. element. Yes. The mystery. It's the, the fickle mistress we have to deal with. <laughs> When do we put on our boron? How much well, yeah. is too much boron? And too much boron could kill the plant right? pretty easily. Like, yes, it's that's a good point. That's a good point. So, okay. yeah, that 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 one beat some of these other ones is is really neat. Even even like a zinc and manganese, some of those are ones you thought would have maybe made the list if boron was on yep. it. So that's impressive. I feel like yeah, boron like out out. Uh, Outshot its weight class here, and to get on this list, is <laughs> pretty impressive. its coverage. Yes. Yep, outkick the coverage. All right, at number three, we have our fantasy corn league results. The first time, and as we mentioned before, it was the opposite of our preview episode. What we predicted for Bill, he ended up in the bottom spot. I sat in the middle, and Todd, who was in the bottom spot in our preview, took the top honors for. 2021 with his average 225.9 bushels. Now, to put it into perspective, the top to bottom bushel difference was nine, nine bushels. Ten. So none of us had bad plots by any means as far as the averages are concerned, but I'd be curious. We're only two months away, potentially, for this episode this year. Yeah. I went, like, all hard on uh, drought tolerant this year. So. Oh, yeah, you did. You did, yeah. yeah. And I remember you even, like, off. shooting your shot yeah. and me thinking, like, maybe I'll go the opposite. Because yeah. then if it's... So, yeah, you're right. It was like, let's roll you, this. You went all drought. Yeah. 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 That should... I mean, if it doesn't pay off, I'd be shocked. <laughs> right. So, we'll see. This could be your big, your this year, Bill. Your it's my yeah. year. Every year I say it's my year. <laughs> All right. At number two, we've got corn grain harvest tips, and that was from the fall of 2021, October. We discussed some tips on moisture ranges, rule of thumb for dry down, how much percent per day is lost in different times of the year, dry down rates based on GDUs, and yeah, this year dry down is going to be a oh this monster this, yeah, compared to that. This year. would be another yeah. Listen back to episode one hundred and two this fall because you will need to revisit. Except modify the September up to one percent per day. I think next week we're going to have more yeah, than that. Right when we're getting yeah, we push a couple it. September days staying near hundred. It's going to be a different. That'll be a different story. Yes. All right, here we are. That that one surprises me at number two. Number two. I mean, that's a that's a, it was a very timely one. And I, looking at the downloads, it got downloads later, like last fall, it got some again. So I think yep. it kind of fit that it it actually was timely and it held the test of time. You know that it both was was good that way. So that that one, I just thought we had a little more flashy episodes than that one. That was kind of just a bread and butter type. The, episode. the top three were within three weeks of one another. Like yeah, oh, we're right. on a roll right. all in the month yeah. of October. Yeah, and all still. the downloads are fairly close. I mean, really right. from top to bottom, Some it's twenty up, twenty twenty downloads different. Yeah. So no, it was. Yeah, we were throwing fire. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, that was our peak. Peak. Yeah. We're all we it's all downhill from yep. now. Well, we knew that. <laughs> all right. So number one, you guys ready for this? Ready. Big surprise or not so much? Tar spotting. Our episode discussing Tire Spot is our number one most downloaded episode. It was back in, as we said, October of 2021. New disease that we had a little bit of experience with, but not much. And since then have had lots more. This year, fortunately, is not as prevalent as it's been the last couple. So 
this one too has many lifetime downloads. Yes. So I think it shows that like all of us have gotten train wreck with tar spot at some point and it was a it just shows how much this disease is is was a problem and still is a problem. And you know, looking back at the episode, we you know, nothing was I don't want to say like novel in what we talked about. We just sort of talked about the disease and one well, managing was, for right, right. future. Yeah, but think back two years ago. Oh man. I mean well, it was like everything, right? Right. Yeah. It was everywhere and it was like, what are we gonna do? And, and it was I, fairly I, bad that year for right, us. Right. No, we were in this episode kind of wide eyed and you know, tail between our legs of like, what do we do about yeah. this now? And I think that way we've eh, I don't know that we've done anything necessarily. I think the disease maybe just wasn't as didn't have the right weather conditions as much as that year to be such a problem. But yeah, that this one two to be number one, that's awesome. I mean that well, just, the, just think what's changed too is at that time NK was the only seed dealer that had a tar spot rating. Okay. In, in their book. Yep. And now now we've got more companies that have recognized the importance of tar spot resistance and what what varieties handle it. So that's a shout out to them because I remember a lot of companies being like, "Well, we don't really know the rating, and we're just kind of like guessing at it." I'm like, "A guess is still better than right. not knowing anything." So for them to be kind of that first company to throw that out and give give a rating to it was was pretty neat. So there you go. There's our top 20 downloaded episodes of all time. I I thought found it interesting, Todd, you mentioned this before we started recording. So we did a 100th episode, kind of look back when we hit that benchmark. And now at 200, as we look back, our top 20 episodes, none of them were under the 100, uh, the 100 yes. level. Right. So they're all since then. Right. So that, that show, I mean, either we've got, obviously that's, that's a good thing. So yeah, yeah appreciate all our listeners listening out there thank you for the downloads please keep telling your farmer friends about it i i i know i say that every week and i really mean that but we we do mean it sincerely that we appreciate every download we appreciate every time you hit that subscribe button and it's it's been a lot of fun i feel like for us doing these and yep. um, even looking back and even when i listen back to some it it triggers like oh yeah we were going through that and here's what we learned from it and here's what you know what we learned at each episode so uh, it's been, been, been good. Any shockers on this list that you guys thought, or any ones uh, that didn't make the yeah, list that you? Todd, the bros talking rose, like bros talking rose. <laughs> you yeah. and I just had to go do oh, all yeah, that just week. Yeah. Just you and I, and I was like, dang, bros talking rose. I thought even just with the the catchy title, maybe that would get a couple extra, but that didn't crack it. I, so I, we, now I gotta hit the analytics Matt, and see where that fell. We need Matt in here apparently, and. Yeah, to to boost, wow, thanks, boost rating. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> first you call my question stupid a couple weeks ago, and now you're just like, yeah, no, appreciate. No, we could never talk like the hefty bros. It's we need. It's it's like the Schomburg bros with Matt. We need you, Matt. <laughs> I need you now. Matt did one of the best. That was one of my favorite episodes. Where it was just Matt solo. Yeah, Oof. and that thing. No, it was. It it was straight fire, like especially <laughs> knowing how hard it is to roll solo. Like, I actually don't know how because I never did it, but yeah, I don't so know. Yeah, so each one of us to, have like, to go solo one week to try. To oof, oof. Yikes! I don't even know how to run the board, so I wouldn't even. Get <laughs> I wouldn't even Bill, get a record. Bill would have no sound effects whatsoever. <laughs> Just Bill. Just Move it crack, on. Noise. I'll start like playing my own banjo with my uh, mouth banjo. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was your mouth banjo. Yes, <laughs> can't I can't hit the sound? It doesn't work. <laughs> I'll make it up. I I have gotten a lot of people ask and also compliment on the naming. Like like who names all those? And I'm like, it's all Matt. Yeah, he Matt. names them all. One, you guys help and sometimes. Mm, not really. Not, no, not enough. Especially not clever enough. Like usually, it's yeah, it's it's a little more basic. And Come on, bros on rose. That was that was good. I thought that was you though, wasn't it? No. Uh, oh, it wasn't. Okay. Pretty sure I, you guys. Did. All right. Well. Anyway, you you're, you're Matt still, still gets looking, all the Matt here, yeah. so it's got to be at the bottom yeah. of the list if you're still looking. So the just, just trying to find it. Yeah. The yeah the, we we get like enough compliments, and that's a compliment to Matt on naming these because it's it's 
After I've, 200 of them. It's right. You started running out of, yeah, how to ideas. I got Bros and Rows at number 92 down the, on for all time downloads. Okay. If I sorted this right. Yeah. Top half. Yep. I don't want to know what 200 is. The least, oh, we're, I least, was <laughs> least liked. The the San Antonio one. That, so we did that's a, be our, yeah. yeah, we did like, uh, uh, and it was just kind of like we were at a meeting and brought the stuff and I, yeah, I don't know that one. That one's kind of our least downloaded at this point for, for right now. So yeah, that one kind of goes in the, the hierarchy of, of not so good. <laughs> the, the low point of our, which makes sense. Like you're at a meeting and we were just kind of talking what we were seeing and that was okay. But if you're not at that meeting, nobody really cares. No, right. Nobody cares. Like, yeah. And ironically, that meeting is going to be, yeah, home. we'll be back in San Antonio in, in January. January. So maybe we got to like, yeah, we'll bring it back better than ever somehow. <laughs> and it'll be the second <laughs> least downloaded yeah. episode. Right. See if, Hey, maybe we can tap it. Maybe it'll be the new lowest download. There you go. This year, I'm going to bring the rec- the the handwritten recorder and just try to record all the uh, NECC guys and get some of their input. So it's like man on the streets. Yeah, style that's what I have to do. Yep, yep. Then you can go on the river walk and get real man yep. on the street. We'll yeah. just talk to some random people. Excuse me, sir. What they, do you think about the state of they did it in Nashville? Remember, remember they did it in Nashville with the with the logos. The football logos? No. Remember that? It was, they pulled up like the Falcons logo and then okay. they asked like somebody on the street what, who this is and it was like the something River Hawks or they were, yeah. remember they were totally wrong? Okay. No, I don't remember. Oh. That. That's great. If you saw it, you'd remember. It was hilarious. They stole Jimmy Kimmel's bit. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It might yeah, even that would be fun. Kimmel. What do you think of sudden death syndrome? What's it mean to you? Uh, uh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know how it affects... Uh, millions of soybeans every year. Wait, soybeans? What? <laughs> I thought you were talking about people. All right. Well, yeah, there it is. Good. That's our 200th episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Matt. So here we talked our top 20 downloaded episodes of all time, which ranged anywhere from talking micronutrients to planter operations. Topped it all off with Tar Spot. And we thank you for listening. As Todd said, tell a farm friend. We enjoy having listeners out there. We enjoy getting feedback. So thanks for listening. And as always, happy farming.